What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Lunch Pail Legends podcast, brought to you by Lunch Pail Sports. I'm Dylan Nelson. Join me today are my co-hosts, Jacob Klumker, and back again after the short hiatus in Boston. We missed him so much last week. We got Oliver Nelson. He's going to be introducing our top 10, uh, or the his NBA top 10. That's what me and Jacob talked about last uh, last podcast. No Celtics for Jacob. I'm just going to point that out. They have a million championships, zero, so let's see if... Mm. Uh, they're not allowed. <laughs> not allowed in the top ten. They're just a team, only a team, no good players. <laughs> uh, so Oliver's going to be uh, kicking it off, in- start introducing ha- his top ten. What's up? Hold on, I, I got to say something okay. because I did. I did admit. I don't know if I admitted on the podcast. If I didn't, then I'll put a disclaimer in now. I do regret not having Larry Bird in my top ten. Larry Legend. I still Bill Russell. I I need to go and like That's spicy. I need to go and watch like watch I need to watch extensive Bill Russell highlights <laughs> to be to be convinced that he's in my top ten because I can't just like put him in based off of like you know, some guys said that he was better than Wilt Chamberlain. I'm like, well, his scoring statistics don't show that he was, even if Wilt was padding stats. So that's that's what I need to do. Maybe I will on my free and my, you know, toilet time. I'll pull up some <laughs> some Bill Russell Bill highlights Russell. and see if I can convince myself. But anyone who's averaging 15 points a game in his career is going to struggle to get in my top 10. But he would be in my top 15 if that makes you feel better. Okay. I mean, Magic Johnson, his uh, points per game average was pretty low. And what was it? It was 13? like 20. No. Uh, 20? Or no, well, I yeah. mean, he was he, he was your third, right? He was your third. He averaged 20 yeah. a game. I don't know about that. Look it up. I think it was 19, to be fair. Magic Johnson's stats. I'm looking it up right now. Uh, for his career, 19.5. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's better. Better than mm. I thought. Yeah. So saucy, suck, though. Suck it, Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's See, well, and, and to me, there's, there's, yeah, I don't know. I, I get the argument. I don't have a problem with anyone having Bill Russell in their top ten. It's just my personal preference. That's all. Yeah. Understood. So. <laughs> <laughs> we'll probably get back into it. We'll see if yeah. Oliver uh, will bring up uh, Bill Russell. But other than that, how are you guys doing? How's the baby life, Jacob? Baby still That's doing great. good. Great. He's a he's a little cutie, man. He nice. has he's slept a lot today, more than I would say any other day. I feel like I've hardly seen him, which is weird for a newborn. But yeah, well, weird ish. They do sleep a lot, but like usually they cry more than this. So yeah, nice. I don't know if it's the calm before the storm or we're just lucky, but he's a good wow. little baby so far. Yeah. Well, there'll definitely be a storm. I think every kid has a, they have a storm for sure in them. <laughs> so, so if it's yeah. uh, in the baby phase or it's in the uh, toddler phase, there's going to be one. But no, it's the, sure. it's the, Take it's your... the three, it's the three major stage for sure. That's oh, what we're my. It's... Yep. Brutal. They want to do Brutal. everything and they can't do anything. <laughs> yeah. But they don't know what they want to do, but they just know they want something. But they don't they, know what they want. They don't know what they want, but they know it's got to be done by them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Too funny. Yeah. I missed you guys last week. 
Yeah, how was Boston? Boston was fun. Yeah. I mean, I was there for work, so I didn't get to do a ton of sightseeing. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was fun. Um, it was kind of weird. Like, I don't know if you guys have been to like any like old like cities like Boston. He'll just be walking around, and all of a sudden, there's like this weird like historical building, and then you read into it, and yeah. it's just like, oh, this is what Paul Revere lived, and it was just like, hmm, it's kind of like that's interesting. Cool. Yeah, um, that is cool. Yeah. And then the hotel I stayed at was right across the street from the cemetery where, like, Paul Revere and Sam Adams and, like, John Hancock and, like, some of these, like, I don't know, like, his super, like, big historical figures were. And the running joke at the the bar across the street was that... It's the only place in Boston that you can have a cold Sam Adams while, or sorry, I butchered that. You can have drink a cold Sam Adams while looking at a cold Sam Adams. (laughs) (laughs) So I I completely butchered that, but I thought that was pretty funny. Um, You saved it. You saved it. Yeah. So, but no, it was really cool. It's a really condensed city. It's to me for like being as, as, Bigger, like I don't know, like as I don't know, you think of Boston as being like a big city, but I think geographically it was really constrained and it was super flat, so it was really easy to walk walk around. Like most of the time, said, I just I just walked. It didn't really need an Uber or a taxi yeah, or anything yeah. like that. So don't, don't they say that about Boston? It's like the biggest small town in the world or something like that. Like just like the downtown. You know, it, it, it's obviously mm-hmm. it's East Coast, so it's every, every there's, you know, there's always these big you know suburbs and all these things going on. But I've, I think I've heard that before about. Mm-hmm. I've never been. So. No, I definitely recommend it. But yeah, no, I it totally makes sense that people would say that because it's like from like one end to the other, it'd probably be like maybe like an hour walk. <laughs> wow. What? Yeah. Wow. I could be I could be exaggerated. I didn't I didn't see like the whole city, but like the downtown area was like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like small. Yeah. I I could get like from my in Fenway it wasn't really in like downtown. If I if I did walk there from my place, it was gonna be like a thirty minute walk. Dang. Dang. So yeah, so but you didn't was, go to a game, did you? I didn't. I was going to, but then I was, we had like a work event that night and that went way too long. Uh-huh. And so by the time it wrapped up, the game was like in like the seventh inning. So it was just like, eh, I won't yeah, make it, yeah, okay. but I think I'll be there more in the future. Like, I think this will be like a regular trip for me going forward. So I think next time I go down there, I'll probably catch a game. Nice. Yeah. Did so. you give any Bostonians a hard time? No, I was making fun of them for like how they talk, and just like Good. I don't know, nice. like because they always I don't know, like you hear like commercials or like you hear like actors and they always have like their like couple sayings like, oh, it's like wicked smart, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like they always say wicked, and it's just like what is that's such like a random word, but then it's like they always find like the weirdest time to like put it in, and it's just like out of all the words you guys, I don't know. It just yeah. it was throwing me off. They all they all have like a like the Boston accent too, and it's like just to hear him say like "wicked" in their Boston accent was just cracking me up the whole yeah, time. That's, 
So I told him that work event was going wicked late. Got to catch a ball <laughs> game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah it was it was a good time and felt safe i didn't feel like i was ever in like a shady part of town or like it was like "Eh." well one night we went to chinatown for dinner and that was that was a little sketch but other than that it was good Hmm. nice you know it's funny my my dislike of boston actually has nothing to do with the teams really other than the Celtics, the Celtics kind of suck, but, um, <laughs> but like the Patriots, I never really hated the Patriots. My, what I get bothered by is not the team winning, but the fans constantly winning. I just feel like every fan base needs to lose for a good solid decade at least. And they're just always good at everything. Yeah. And that's, I think it's just, it's envy more than anything. So if you're a Boston fan and you hear this, just take it as a compliment that I dislike you. It's because I'm jealous that my Mariners not only can't win a title, but can't even, hey, hey, you know what? They are seven and three in their last 10 games. Let's go. There's hope. With connected punches in the mix as well. Yeah. They got some fight in them. Watch yeah. out, Astros. <laughs> Just see what is coming like, out. Yeah. They always whine about or they always whined about that great bambino curse of the Boston Red Sox. It's like Celtics had it's a million chips. It's like, screw your Red Sox. You got who cares? You know, you're you're getting all these yeah. wins from everything else. So they're just so sad. Oh, their baseball team doesn't get a championship. It's like, get out of here. Well, it's like even if you're not winning the championship, at least you're competitive. At least you're going to the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't feel sympathy for teams that feel like they're cursed. It's like, don't talk to me about curses. Yeah, we got cursed city. (laughs) If it wasn't, I mean, if it wasn't for the Legion of Boom, it really would be a cursed city. And we still kind of cursed ourselves. Running the ball, so. <laughs> you know, that might be the curse. Wait, run it. Curse of the great running the ball great or not running the ball, or not running the yeah. ball. Yeah. Oh, well, it's funny for for that play. We're mad that they didn't that they didn't run the ball, and then the next decade we're mad that they are running the ball so much oh, when they should just be throwing with Russ. And he's gone. He's gone. Got Drew Locke though. Oh yeah, Geno yeah. Smith time now, baby. No, no I'm. <laughs> we're starting a we're starting a new campaign. It's tank for. Let's see, would it be Bryce or uh, Stroud? Stroud. Oh, man. Tank for I kind of like Stroud. He seems more like a an NFL quarterback to me. But yeah. who knows? Any who knows? And it works days. works better with like a with like a slogan. We can suck for Stroud. You know what I mean? Suck for Stroud. Yes, <laughs> I like that. Okay, yeah, that's stuff to do with the new slogan. With young, you know? yeah. Suck for Come Stroud. On, suck for Stroud. <laughs> we could do yuck for young. Yeah, yuck. Yeah, yuck for young. I like suck for Stroud. Suck for Stroud. We'll run with that. All right, suck should we get into Oliver's top ten? Let's do it. Give it to us, though. All right. I'm not going to go super in-depth in these picks just because 
it's a lot of the same people that you guys had. Um, and so I, think I know it's... there's one in there that we didn't have. I know for sure. And <laughs> okay, you got to kick so, it off with it. Yeah, dude, you got to kick it. Off. I don't got them in. As much as I was giving uh, you guys a hard time, I couldn't that... do it. Oh, I, I trust me. I try. I tried. I tried so hard to fit him in, but I was like looking at it, and I was just like looking at the people who were behind him, and I was just like, ah, I can't do it. So my honorable mention is Dirk. I was trying really hard to get him in top ten. Um, just couldn't do it. His stats are kind of insane, um, and just how he changed the the perception of I think your being basketball players and just like even just like the role of the big man right like before it was like i think i i don't know how accurate this stat is but i saw something a couple weeks ago and it was like before dirk joined the league anybody who played power forward or center there was for the whole year there was only like 150 to 200 three-pointers made and then this past year it was over a thousand it was like 1200 or something like that so for that was for big men. For big men, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so like centers combined. are power. Yeah, yeah, like centers are power forwards, like combined. Um, and like you know, I think there's a lot of people who were at that time when he joined the league too were getting ready to kind of sign off on European basketball players. A lot of these big prospects that came over didn't really pan out super well, and then he came in and just like tore it up, and I think that really helped. Some of the guys like Luca get into the league too, right? Um, so, but unfortunately, he didn't have enough championships. That was the one. Yeah. That was the one thing that kept him out of my top ten. So, the one thing not- that he does have that's kind of underrated amongst uh, us, like USA fans, is that that guy week throughout the two thousands and even like into the two thousand tens, he team dominated European basketball like during those summers. They won a bunch of Euro baskets, uh, a bunch of, uh, yeah, this like got real close in these FIBA World Cups or whatever. Um, like he was taken in like the early mid 2000s, he was taking Spain on that had, you know, six NBA guys and it was Dirk and Dirk alone. Like that was the thing. And uh, he was, yeah, he had some crazy summers that we just don't even know about but that are kind of getting brought up now because, you know, the game, you know, there's a lot more of these European players who, who do these tournaments and stuff like Luka, Giannis, Jokic, um, that then when you look back, it's like, oh, well, who was winning during this time? It's like, oh, wow, it was just Dirk. And you look at his teams and <laughs> not a single guy even sniffed the NBA. It was literally just Dirk dominating. That's just pretty That's cool. That's kind of how it, it is gets with Luka now. It's kind of how it is yeah, with exactly. now, too, right? 100%, yeah. I mean, him taking a slow – Slovenia has like the population of Boston, you know what I mean? And he's, he got a four, you know, they, they finished fourth last year and Dang, he was man. the only NBA guy on the team. Crazy. Yeah. No, then I think the other thing too, I think there's a little, I don't know, nostalgia going on because it was just like <clears throat> middle school and high school is when I was like, probably like, like the peak of my basketball fandom. It was like that's when it was just like Dirk was just like the man. It was just like he beat yeah. the the Heat. Like he had a legendary finals performance against the Heat the year he won it. 
I think the one game he scored 48 yeah. points or something like that. It was 25 of 25 from the line or some stupid thing like that. So it's just like it's crazy. Yeah. So, but unfortunately, I, I couldn't get him in. I couldn't get him into my top 10, though. And it, it pains me to say that. I love and respect Dirk's game now. Um, but speaking of middle school and high school, I remember Oliver and I having some intense conversations about Dirk because I did not like Dirk. Um, not like as a person or anything like Dirk, like what's not to like about Dirk as a person, but like on the court, it just, it pissed me off. Okay. So again, we got to go back to childhood here. I grew up a Lakers fan watching Shaq just obliterate people in the paint. And now I'm watching Dirk fade away as a seven footer. And I just hated his game. I was like, why isn't this guy getting in the paint? He's seven feet tall. And he's not like slight. He wasn't like a super skinny guy. Like you know, not like a uh, Kevin Durant. You know, like he was. No, yeah, exactly. He was fairly mm-hmm. filled out. Like he wasn't a tiny guy, but he was. He just seemed like he was never getting in the paint. Now looking back, I'm like, oh well, that's just like the NBA now. Um, and his game, if he played now, I would love watching Dirk play. But at the yeah. time, I was I was of the opinion that. You know, centers are back to the basket, get in the paint, and dominate. And that's just mm-hmm. – he was the beginning of that, you know, modern modern big man where there's, you know, they can dribble, they guy, can shoot. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, People yeah, talk about him about his, uh, his uh, three-point shooting, abundant, which obviously he was good. But his, his mid-range, he might be, like, legitimately the best mid-range shooter ever. Like, if you look <laughs> at his stats and, and how he shot, it's, like, it's it's insane the uh, – yeah how much he dominated that mid range. Cause yeah, you're right. He never was a get into the block type of guy. Like a lot of these other bigs, the Tim Duncans, the KGs, the Shacks, you know, but I mean, he lived in the mid range and would just, would just cook you out there. He might be, he might be the only person in my mind that you could make an argument as a more unblockable shot than KD. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could, yeah, you probably. could make an argument. Yeah. You could make an argument. I don't know. I think it might still be KD. Um, I think it's KD. Yeah. Did anybody but ever like, block that fade away with his leg out? That's what I'm saying. His leg up. Yeah. I don't leg know if anybody out, ever blocked that. Yeah. It's impossible. How are you supposed to? Yeah. It's like the, yeah, unless you're Dylan's, all like Dylan's Dylan's maybe Yeah. Yeah. It's my, <laughs> my big dad's, uh, <laughs> Where you just couldn't get over the belly, you know what I mean? <laughs> the belly Dirk is seven feet tall. So. Right. Yeah. All right, Dylan. I mean, All right, Oliver. We st- we still haven't gotten. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh no, you're good. We got to get into. The- All right. So number ten for me was a tie, and you guys both mentioned him right at about this. Uh, both these guys at the ten mark. Katie and Steph. It's really hard oh. to pick one or the other. It's a tie for me. Nice. That's fair. Um, That's fine. So, uh, yeah, that's a tie for me. I got Bill Russell at nine just because of how many freaking championships that dude's won. Like, I know, Jacob, you're, you're hating on Bill Russell a little bit, but it's just like. Hold on. <laughs> I'm not a hater. I just. You're hating. To be, okay. <laughs> putting someone at, putting someone at 10. Putting someone at 10 versus like. 12 or 13 is not really like they're all phenomenal basketball players. I'm not saying he's not a good basketball player. He's incredible. Sorry. Go ahead. Okay. So I got, couldn't live with that. With yeah. That. 
slander. <laughs> okay, so I got Bill Russell at nine. I got Paul Pierce at eight. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Let's go only Celtic. <laughs> <laughs> Rajon Rondo at yeah. seven. Rajon. <laughs> You have Antoine uh, Walker. Antoine Walker. Remember him? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jason Terry. Jason yeah, Terry at three. <laughs> well, Jason Terry hit shots over LeBron. So yeah. what are we doing? Uh, <laughs> no, I got I got Larry Bird at eight. All right. Wilt at seven. I want to hear wait, I want to hear more. Just you can you can go on a little okay. bit into each one if you want. Just your reasoning. Okay, so yeah, Larry Bird I, it just and at least why I have him kind of at eight, you know, at least in the top eight, is you know championships. Obviously, he was the first. Was he? He might have been the first person to win three uh, MVPs consecutively. Yeah, in a row. Yeah, in a row. Yep. And like he saved basketball in a way. Like basketball was kind of him and Magic like saved basketball, and so it's like. To me, that goes a long way. Besides, like the winning and like the accolades and stuff like that, it's just like him and Magic, like that rivalry, like especially that coming out of college, like in that rivalry continuing into the NBA, like that was like so big for basketball, right? Um, yeah, it brought it like, mainstream. Yeah, exactly. It was, and it's just yeah. like you hear like some of the stories that come out from Larry Bird too. Where it was just like it wasn't like he was just like a good basketball player, but it sounded like he was like a pretty good trash talker. Um, but I had fun playing the game, and it was just like one game. It was just like, oh, I'm going to drop 40 points just with my left hand, and he went out and did it right. Like you hear stuff like that, and it's just like that's unreal. Um, yeah. so yeah, that's why he's one of those guys who has like a legend about him. That's why I call him Larry Legend. But when people mm-hmm. talk about playing him, everyone has some ridiculous story where you're like oh my goodness you know what i mean it's like obviously like michael you know mm-hmm. that you're like oh everyone has some story about michael doing something crazy it's the same larry's one of the only guys it's the same you know and Agreed. he and he did it with a mullet and a china yeah. stash so <laughs> yes yeah pretty exactly. impressive yeah he's not the kind French. of guy you'd you'd say oh this guy's gonna be in a top 10 all nba list someday yeah so yeah, I got Larry at eight. I got Wolt at seven. Obviously, it's like dude is dominant, especially in his era. Um, I got Magic at six. Magic. Oh, oh dang! Okay, much lower. Yeah. Dang, yeah. you got you got to have some new guys coming in. Yeah, I do. Wait, so I, I want to know why man. why why do you have Magic lower than than us? You know, I. I it's tough because, like, obviously, like, Magic was super good. Not not taking that away from him. Um, there's, I guess, it's just more probably of a preference. More than yeah, I think you value um, probably these next guys that I can think of a little bit more, right? Yeah, some of the next guys on the list. Yeah, yeah. So I don't. And again, like Magic was, he was different. Like he was tallest point guard ever at that point, right? Um, so I don't know. It's yeah. I think just personally, I kind of value these next picks a little more than magic again, like nothing against magic, but like, cause he was phenomenal, obviously, but like, 
I don't know, like to Dylan's point, like just some guys that I personally value more. Let's see. That's what I know. I mean, yeah, we're splitting hairs. Mm -hmm. Like we talked about in the last, in the last episode, like it's the difference between one and 10 in the scheme of things is really not, not a whole lot. Like, Mm -hmm. not that there's any argument of like, you know, Steph's better than MJ. Like, I don't think anyone's making that argument other than maybe like a hardcore Warriors fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, but still the difference in careers between these guys is, I don't have a problem with you putting magic there. Mm-hmm. I was just curious. I was just curious. You guys, why? where did you guys have magic? If I remember right. Somebody had four. him at three, right? I think we both had him at four. At four? Yeah. Okay. I think I had him at four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I'm just a couple bullies. So it's not that far. Yeah. Um, not a ton. So, and I think, I think probably, these, next, these next ones will be fun. Yeah. So, I think you got some newer guys that we had maybe a little bit lower or a little bit higher I, on the list. Yeah. I think, so I think five, so. Ben Simmons? Close. <laughs> Zion. It's close. Actually. It's Zion, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Steve Nash. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Two MVPs. Yeah. Back to back, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. No, number five, I got Shaq. I don't think you're going to see it as dominant of a force as Shaq. Like, I know, like, people say, like, Wilt was super dominant, but, like, Wilt was just, like, taller than everybody. It wasn't like he was, like, as, like, he was dominant in terms of just, like, the, like, his output, but, like, in terms of just, like, sheer, just, like, like, being unstoppable, like, Shaq in the paint. It was just like, okay, like you have to foul him and you have to like pretty much tackle him with two dudes because he's going to dunk it like every single time. Um, The thing I love about Shaq too is just like, you know, there's almost like, he kind of had like two careers in a way that I think a lot of people don't really talk about. He had like his magic days where he was just like this kind of taller, skinnier Shaq where he was like bringing the ball up the court and like actually had like kind of handles and like was like, throwing it down and like and speed like, yeah athleticism yeah, speed. yeah he was still huge he was still bigger than yeah. everyone but yeah he had he had movement mm-hmm. to him yeah and then it was like when he got to the lakers he was just like okay i gotta change my game up right and then that's when he got just super big and it was just like okay i'm just gonna bully everybody yeah. um and i just don't think we're gonna see that ever again especially with like how the game's going now where it's just like bigs are expected to shoot three-pointers like I don't think you're going to just see like a big like shack where it's just like okay we're going to purposely give him the ball forty times a game and have him just completely dominate the other team's big men and there's nothing they can do about it. Um, on top of you know he was obviously a great rebounder and a great defender too. Um, so anyway, I got Shaq at five. I like it. Um, I got Kobe at four. Kobe is, I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I knew Kobe yeah. had to be coming up. At, That's it. Yeah. See, yeah, this is, yeah. I think mine would be Kobe over Magic. Make that, make that argument. Okay. So I think the argument for me is like almost like Kobe kind of did it like. I kind of like Shaq in a way too. Like he kind of did like the two halves, right? Like he had like the earlier days where he was like sheer athleticism, right? Like just, I'm going to just, I'm going to blow by you. I'm going to jump over you. Like 
plus it's like and then there's just like him and Shaq are like arguably one of the best duos in basketball of all time, right? Like yeah. Like but so is he, Magic and Kareem, so yeah. yeah. Magic Magic kind of had a two a two parter too. His early days, I mean he was <laughs> flying and post eighty mm-hmm. five magic was way more refined and, and a better scorer at that time and bigger and better, like a better defender. Mm-hmm. You know, he was still moving fast, you know, but yeah, but it, it was, it was a different mm-hmm. game. He learned, he, he, he mastered the half court offense in a way almost no other point guard ever has during that post. So, mm-hmm. but I, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, part of me too, is just like with Kobe and like, the sheer competitor that he was too, right? Like he was just like, okay, I'm not going to get denied here. Right. And it, again, I guess I don't, I didn't watch magic enough, but it, it just didn't seem like that was part of his game. Like, uh, like he was obviously like really flashy and obviously it was great. Right. But like, but 30 se- seconds left in the game, right? Like, could you argue that, that you'd re- have anybody have the ball over Kobe? MJ. Or maybe ten seconds left. MJ. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe Jordan, right? But Durant, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Couple. There's I mean, a couple I'd guys, take, but like, personally, I'd take Kobe over Durant, but that's just me. Yeah. It's close. It's close. Mm-hmm. It's close. But, Man, I'd probably have LeBron over Kobe if I'm being real, real honest. LeBron has hit a ton of game owners that people just like mm-hmm. don't give him credit for. They don't give him credit. Yeah, and, and he makes a ton of great game-winning passes, plays, all these things. You know, you know, you're going to get a good shot coming coming from LeBron, either it's from him or if it's some everyone else. Yeah. Honestly, one of the one of the sickest LeBron game winners that I can remember. I think it was against the Raptors, and he was running. He was like basically to the baseline, and he kissed it off oh, the yeah. glass like a running off the glass with no time left. <laughs> And it was just like, what just happened? That was when he's like 34 years old, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was just, just tearing everybody apart. Wasn't that the one where Kevin Love threw that like half court pass or is like a full court pass? LeBron like catches it between three people, kind of, yeah, runs, turns around th- and hits it off. Oh my gosh. I think yeah. I remember that. Yeah. That's one of the nastiest shots. Yeah. 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 Sorry, Oliver. Sorry, Oliver. Yeah. Go oh, ahead. no worries. No, this is great. Um, I got Kareem at three. Yeah. LeBron at two and MJ at one. Coward. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, yeah. I still am not confident in my pick. I just want to be <laughs> contrarian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're just brave for picking LeBron over. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> but. Some omissions. No Tim Duncan. No Timmy. No Timmy. Dang, I had Timmy over Kobe. I'm, I think I'm still good with that. No love for Jerry West? <laughs> no love for Jerry West. Nine finals. Nine finals. <laughs> Who else? Who else did we – maybe we have – Have you guys Have you guys watched Jerry West highlights? Yeah, yeah. I've watched him his, uh His – his release on his shot is kind of awkward. It like, oh, like it's springs back, funny. like springs back. But watching him play, like he he was smooth. Yeah, yeah. Like moving and around, he, like he was he was a smooth player. Other than his other than his release. 
But it, went it, in, so. it went in. Yeah, that was the thing. <laughs> it, no one knew how to shoot back then. You know what I mean? Like no one. You even see in the eighties, you watch like some like it's so weird when you watch the game today. Like everyone, there's some people who have like different shots, but like everyone's shot is really similar. You know what I mean? It's really. <laughs> but if you watch like an eighties game, even or even some nineties games, like some some of the like no one really has the same shot. Everyone is all is all jacked. It's all... <laughs> Remember, remember Sean Marion's shot. Oh, oh. <laughs> I love Sean Marion, though, man. But his thing—that oh, was, was—he was good. Man. I think he was like the wasn't he the Sixth Man of the Year once? I'm sure, dude. He had some real good. Sure was. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was good. No, it's just his jump shot was disgusting. Oh, was so, so nasty. He made some of them though. I mean, he was like a thirty yeah. percent three point shooter. I mean, he oh, we should. We should do a top. We should do like a, a draft of nastiest shots in history. The nastiest shot. I mean, <coughs> we could go. We could go to the sixties and fifties, and it would mm-hmm. fill the top ten. You know, we, <laughs> if we wanted a deep dive into, I mean, some of these guys' shots. Like you said, Jerry West was considered like the smoothest shooter back then, and his thing is, like you said, like there's no follow through. It's all back. It doesn't look balanced a lot of the times. You know, yeah. But, that dude hit. I would if if we were to do something like that, it would have to be it'd have to be modern. That's just way too much data. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two thousands, two thousands to now. Yeah, like you're saying, you're like, you're, I need to watch some Bill Bill Russell highlights. It's like, oh no, no, you don't. <laughs> Watching sixties basketball is like, oh dude, just set a screen, just set a screen. <laughs> <laughs> You turn it well, you turn it on, you're like, where's the three point line? Like, yeah, didn't, yeah. Didn't even exist yet. Literally watching a guy dribble left with his right hand and looking at the ball and he's just <laughs> it from him. Take the ball, guys. Just like, come on. Uh, yeah. See that's what's that's what's that's just so hard about comparing eras. Like I've said this before about like if you were to just plug Babe Ruth into today's baseball game. Um, no way he makes contact. No. But but if you take Babe Ruth and have him be born right now and have him train from being a child until now with our modern training, I'm sure he'd be in the in the majors. You think so? Great. I think I disagree with this. You know, because you? they okay, o- yeah. they they only played white players. You know what I mean? Yeah. There was true. only yeah. white player. There was no, you know what no I mean? Dominicans. Some of the best, no Dominicans, no South Americans. Like, <laughs> and you know who has the, so Babe Ruth has, I, I, someone told me this stat, but Babe Ruth has the most home runs ever for like a white guy. You know, who's number two. You're it's, it's super hard to guess. I might've said this before. Cause it's one of the craziest would, stats to me. I would guess Hank Aaron, but that's probably not right. No, as a, as a white guy, as just a oh, white. as a white, Oh, as a white guy, the next white guy. McGuire? Uh, Mark McGuire? Yeah. Nope. Jim Tomey. What about Sammy Shut Sosa? Up. He's white now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Sammy Sosa. <laughs> yeah, it's Jim, it's Jim Tomey. You know right. what I mean? So, like, that's... Okay, he had yeah. a lot, though. Like, yeah. Jim, it's like I mean, for, for sure, but when we talk about, oh, you know, the best sluggers of all time, you know what I mean? It's like, no one's like, dude, Jim Tomey, right up. I mean, he definitely yeah. did hit a lot, but... But it's just, yeah, that I don't know if Babe Ruth would be in the MLB. I mean, he he probably yeah, will, maybe, but maybe not. Yeah, maybe not. I just, I, I've said that before. Like it's this tubby guy that his swing was not pretty. Yeah, you know, like 
but that, that's what's hard about comparing eras. I guess that's all I was saying was like, you know, Jerry West, like didn't have the prettiest shot. Yeah. If you take anyone from the sixties, like their game at that time and just yeah, plug yeah. them into today's game, they'd be terrible. Yeah. But yeah. Like, but if you took Bill Russell and trained him up with today's training, yes, he'd, he'd be great still. He'd yeah. be great still. I agree it's just that, they, yeah. they just the training was different. Their you know analytics didn't exist. They didn't you know strength strength training was different. Everything was different. So. Yeah, I I think you really can't start to like you have to do like post merger because any seventies sixties fifties it's almost impossible to kit to compare them to anyone in the eighties. You know what I mean? Or like at least maybe low like early nineties and above. You know, but. Like, but I think you still can for like you know players like like Larry Bird to like today's game type of deal. You know what I mean? I bet you know that guy probably could have come in and like I said with Jordan or whatever. It's like give him an off season and yeah, they're gonna figure it out. They'll still be they'll still be all you know all stars because the game is is still pretty similar. But it like the game from the eighties to the sixties is I mean it's almost com- it's completely different and the skills. The thing is, okay, if there, if there was if there was one player on this list that you'd want to see, obviously that doesn't play anymore. LeBron's still playing, so can't really choose him. But if there was one player on this list that you'd want to see play right now, who would it be? Jordan. Mine would be Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. See, but for me, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, of course Jordan was incredible, but like That's we have why. players, yeah. we have players who are like Jordan. Who play yeah. similarly to Jordan? Be, my answer would be Magic. It's like who mm. plays like Magic today? LeBron, kind of. Uh, really? I don't know. I, uh, like I mean, pro- a little bit, you know. Big point guard runs up and down. I, pro- I mean, yeah. It doesn't yeah. feel like doesn't feel like Magic though. Like, like we've had people yeah, like Kobe, I know what you mean. Yeah, you know, like where yeah. it's like not Jordan, but sim. Like it's the same style of play. I don't yeah. know if we've had someone really like mimic magic yeah i'd love yeah. to see magic i'd love to see magic play in today's game i think it'd be crazy fun yeah like it was then somebody's not on the list Larry, bird would be fun too that yeah. i didn't pick but it's definitely like honorable mention would be oscar robinson yeah because mm. everybody just talks about like what a phenomenal athlete like, he was and like like dude averaged a triple double for like most of his career right like I think the I reason know, like, I I think the reason I took him out of consideration is I think he only played for like it was he had a pretty short career. Mm-hmm. I think that's why I, I took him out of consideration. Oh, never mind. This is fourteen seasons. Why did I think he has such a short? And career? he like dominated from the beginning, right? Like wasn't his yeah. wasn't his rookie year? He was like one of the best players already. Like yeah, I think his he rookie just, year is yeah. He never won. That was a, I think he only won one right that year with uh, Kareem. Kind of later in his career when Kareem was yeah. the best player, you know. Yeah, that was kind of his thing. He just he just never won. But yeah, he was he was pretty good. I mean, yeah, to start his career 30, 30, 28, 31, 30, 31, 30, 29. <laughs> Picked up pretty hot, and then his and then assists. Assists, 9, 11, 9, 11, 11, 11, 10, 10, 10. Rebounds, 10, 12, 10, 10, 9, 7. Yeah. To yeah, he, start, was averaging yeah. A triple, he was averaging a triple-double for like the first five years of his career, basically. Jeez. He was Luca before Luca. 
He's better Luca. Yeah, and again, I mean, stats can be really deceiving because when I see that, I see Russell Westbrook too. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which I wouldn't put Russell Westbrook really anywhere near my top ten. So no, yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely not. But, I mean, so and maybe, maybe I'm. No. <laughs> For Russ? No, I'm sure some people would argue him in there. I probably wouldn't. In top 20? Ooh, man, that's tough. No, I maybe, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'd have to put out a list. I couldn't even do Yeah, that. so he's in my top 50, I think, for sure. You know? Because that's when, you're, when you get to, like, the, those, then, you, yeah, you're getting the guys who just had a couple awesome seasons. You know what I mean? Who had some ridiculous yeah. seasons. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. At some point, stats are really all you consider because that's really yeah. all you can with Russ. So, yeah. Well, according to Lakers fans, he's going to turn it around and uh, become a defensive stopper in his thirteenth season when he's never Dude. been that ever. So we'll, we'll see how that see how that turns out. That's delusion. Whoever's saying that is just trying to just trying to boost his stock so they can get rid of him. It was yeah, I think it was the coach. Yeah, he's like, I'm trying to get him back to the defense he was playing in his younger years. It's like, what defense? <laughs> like when, <laughs> when, when has he? He's always been athletic, but he's always just fallen asleep on defense. That's been a huge knock on him forever. Yeah, I don't. I don't know about you guys. When that, when that move happened, all. I didn't think for a second that, that was going to be that was going to work out. I, I thought it was a weird move. Do you guys think that's a, a knock on LeBron's legacy at all? Mm, that thought crossed I my head. I, I was curious if you had, if you had any thoughts on that. I don't think so. You know, it's a, it's definitely not a, like a stepping stone for his leg. Like he, if he did anything, he's like, let's say he's climbing up a legacy ladder doing that. He stopped that, you know, one of the spots on the ladder, you know, he's not climbing up or climbing down, but he just stuck himself there. And that's where he is. Cause if they would have run it back or they got some other like good pieces around him, like, especially last year, you know, like, it, I mean, there could still be like a title contention. Healthy most of the year, you know, Anthony Davis might've been coming back toward, towards the playoffs and they would have maybe, you know, they would have maybe made it in, and once once LeBron's in the playoffs, then you, it's hard to count him out, you know, especially if he got, like, a healthy team. But with when they gave up all and didn't re-sign, like, three key rotational players who played defense, and you plugged in Russ, who maybe was, like, the worst starter in the NBA last year, or one of the worst, I mean, brutal. I think it's a yeah. LeBron thing, you know, but it was done. You know, you shouldn't have well, yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying it's a knock on his legacy in terms of like he's the reason that Russ was bad. Russ was the reason that Russ was bad. Yeah, yeah. I just think in terms of LeBron and his um, LeBron and his camp pull a lot of weight wherever they go, yeah. and I think he was a big reason that Russ came to town. And that's just terrible judgment to even like, we're just regular guys just sitting here talking about basketball. Like we don't know basketball like LeBron does. What made him think that was going to work? 
I, it's 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 baffling. I don't understand. That's a legit question. I'd love to ask LeBron. Like, were you just do like was Russ pressuring you to say like, get me on the team? Like, what was that about? He's he sidestepped it. So it's been asked to him, and each time he sidesteps it or like bears no blame. Like he's like, well, the GMs make the moves. You know what I mean? It's like LeBron. <laughs> yes. Come on now. And that's yeah. the thing. That's a knock on LeBron that a lot of people have. It's like, dude, you are not always like completely real. You know what I mean? Like you don't know what comes out of his mouth is like something that's actually like genuine and the truth and things like that. Like he, he blows a ton of smoke and yeah, he, he was the reason. I mean, it was reported on by like a million different people that they had talks and Russ came out to his mansion and they like hung out. And, and after that they decided to do it, you know? So yeah. Come on, man. You know, like you're LeBron. Take some responsibility there, bud. I think it puts like a weird asterisk in like his career. Like not like an asterisk, but it's just like a weird moment in his career where yeah. it's like, I don't think anybody's going to like argue like how great LeBron was. But I think when they go back and look at it, they'll be like, oh, but there's those couple Laker years. And it was just like, they're yeah. terrible, right? And it was just like, I think that will be. I don't know if it'll, it probably won't be talked about a ton, but I think when people like look at his career, like, 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 especially like years from now, right. They'll be like, what was going on with these Laker years? Yeah. Especially when they had a title contending team, that's, what's going to be the conversation. It's like, Hey, remember when like LeBron won a title and then had a pretty good team kind of got, you know, there were some injuries the next year and then they just traded all their pieces for Russell Westbrook and he never sniffed the championship again. Like, that's going to be the, that's going to be it. You know, if he never gets back there, which I mean, that dude is getting old, you know? So, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it, just in terms of his, of his legacy, it just makes him look like a diva and, you know, yeah. and, like, and, and you, and you, you talked about um, not being real. Um, I've seen a couple of clips recently about how um, if he could play with any player in the NBA, it would be Steph. Yeah. And, <laughs> I'm like, does well. First of all, who wouldn't want to play with Steph? Obviously, but also, he's it's probably just ring chasing. Like, who wouldn't yeah. want to go to Golden State and win a couple more? If he wins two more rings, he has as many as Michael. Yeah. And then he, you know, in terms of legacy, I'm sure he's thinking of that. Um, and whenever it gets brought to Steph, he's just like, eh, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like, okay. <laughs> I'm cool with my team. You know what I mean? He's like, I'm good with my yeah. team. You know what I mean? But that's, yeah, I mean, love it or hate it, you know, it is when we, you know, NBA has this ring culture and LeBron took that ring culture and was like, all right, well, and he never just had a team. Like Steph is incredibly lucky that he has two other Hall of Famers on his team, his whole, whole career and a Hall of Fame coach yeah. and great, great role players all around him and everything else. You know what I mean? I mean, a lot of players just never have that look. And so you got to make, you know, you got to do what LeBron did and never really have your own, you know, team, home team that, that you know, is always going to be yours. You, you, you kind of bounce around and, and ring chase, you know. It's, it's, yeah. There comes a point where you don't want to run it back with Zadrinus Ogauskas again. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mo Williams as your running mate, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Williams yeah, I don't, I don't. I think up and up until now, I wouldn't call what LeBron has done being a diva. It's just he just wanted to win. But with the, yeah. with the Russ move, it's just like 
how how can you even defend that as I wanted to win because Russ was not the answer. Clearly, he was kind of being a diva when he left Cleveland the first time, right? He had that two hour sure, sure, yeah. special with ESPN. Oh, I'm taking my talents to South Beach, like. Come on, like, I don't know. Like that's yeah, that screams diva to me. Like nobody wants for sure. I mean, obviously, yeah. like he, there's a lot of people who tune into it, right? But like nobody, like who does that? Yeah, no, that was a he was. Yeah, we all. I mean, yeah. we all, yeah, we all <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I mean that was his one big, big. I think he. I mean, he's talked about it a million times. You know, big mistake. Yeah. He regrets it. Would take it back. You know, was dumb. I mean, had the wrong people in his ear making wrong decisions and you know I, I how old was he at that point like 27 you know it's tough oh to, no that, he couldn't have been that old right so he, he was 2000 he it was two this is 2010 yeah and so 25 then he's 25 26 oh. i guess that makes he joined sense. the league in 03 so you're 25 or 26 I mean, that's young still like yeah. I don't, you know, a twenty-five-year-old is a young person, you know, in For my sure. eyes, <laughs> you know. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, sure, okay, shouldn't have done that, you know. But I mean, yeah, I think he just wants to win, and he goes to you know spots that wants to win. But that, yeah, that's the thing. That's why he says those things, and Steph doesn't. It's like because you know, he hasn't. He never just stayed in Cleveland and just wrote it out and been like, well, I got all my guys, you know, that I need. You know, he's. He's ready to be like, well, I'll go, you know, a couple hours north to San Francisco, play with some shooters for a couple of years. That'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> and it would, yeah. you know. It would yeah. be fun. I'd watch it. Dude, Le- LeBron with with Steph and Clay and Poole. Oh. Holy cow. Yeah. Can't that forget Draymond. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> What, okay, what is what is Draymond's role on that in that offense with with LeBron there? Center, I guess, and then I guess LeBron is just going to be a tradi- traditional wing, like playmaking. Draymond, wing, I guess. Draymond is the 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 designated screen setter. That's his only job. Yeah, 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 exactly. That dude is flying around setting <laughs> every basically... legal screen possible. <laughs> It's basically his only job already, but it would be even more, yeah. even more. Yeah, so. he wouldn't have. To and, I, and I say that, like... yeah, and I and exactly, and I was saying that because LeBron's such a such a good passer, it would be, yeah. uh, you know, it would take that element <laughs> away from Draymond. But that would be fun. that'd be so fun to watch the, that, that lineup. Would. Yeah, yeah. Is that all we got? Yeah. A little short one. Free agency tomorrow starts tomorrow. So we'll start seeing all these guys signing places. Yeah. So who was the biggest one that opted out? Was it Bradley Beal? Or Harden. If you consider huh. him relevant still. Interesting. Both those guys are going to re-sign. I think they opted out to re-sign longer contracts. That would be my money. I just I hear so many conflicting things about Bradley Beal. I feel like all the players love him, but analysts kind of rip on him. I don't I don't know what to think about Bradley Beal. He's a yeah, all-star level shooting guard, you know, but that's, that's about it. Really good scorer. 
you know? Yeah. Yeah. I just, if I were him, I'd want money. I don't know. <laughs> I could win in Washington. Because you're not, you're not, you're not going to win in Washington. It's not going to happen. It no. hasn't, it won't, it's not going to happen. It's suckville. Especially not when he's about to make $200 million. You know, he's about to have this monster contract as like the number one guy, you know? And yeah. He can score, but, you know, he's, yeah, he's not going to lift a title on, you know, on the back of Bradley Beal. Yeah. I think Bradley Beal would be, would be a really, really, really good number two. Sure. But I don't think yeah. he's number one. Yeah. But hey, if he can get paid to be a one as a two, go get it, dude. It's a lot. Yeah. A lot of uh, talks about Jalen Brunson going to the Knicks. How do you feel about that, Dylan? Not good. Not very good. <laughs> yeah. It seems like it's coming down more and more because I've been following that pretty closely. It seems like Cuban is just being cheap, that he probably could match the Knicks offer and re-sign him and whatever, but uh, they're saying that has that. Then they're going to look for a trade for Spencer Dinwiddie or or someone else to to cut costs. That he's just he just doesn't want to pay. He don't want to pay into the tax like that. And it's like, dude, sell the team. Then look what the Warriors are doing with their tax. You know, like yeah, for sure. They're playing a whole different or, game. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You just want to make money. If you want to make money, then just sell the team. Well, yeah, look at That's look it. at the teams winning right now. The Warriors, the Rams, like. The well, obviously yeah. different sports, but like teams that are aggressive are the teams that are winning. Yep. So. Yeah. Anywho. So. Anything. Especially just was... after going to the Western Conference Finals, right? Like you're like you're like riding a high right now. Like build on the, especially it's like a young team too, right? Like. Yeah. Build on it. You don't want to lose people. And it's like I you just... start. Well, is it? Go ahead. Is it Cuban being cheap or is it Cuban doesn't believe in Brunson? Well, even if he doesn't believe in Brunson, he has no Brunson replacement, you know? So at least if you don't believe in Brunson, you still resign him and then look for trades afterwards, which, you know, is probably going to happen because yeah, Brunson isn't going to be that guy, but you don't have anyone else to step in and Brunson's 25. So a 25 year old on like a four year deal, you know, like, in the you know mid twenties, twenty five, twenty six, right? It's like that's the going rate for you know, you know, second, you know, above average starters in the NBA. And he played; he had a great playoff. So then you look for trades, but he's just ready to let him go for nothing. So to me, it's like, yeah, that's cheap. That's just he sees him as worth like five million dollars less, and is just like, nope, I'm not going to do it. And it's like, wow. Well, all right. What about buddy. Zach? What about Zach Levine? Where do you think? Where do I think he's going? Or no, I'm saying what, what if they? What him? if? I mean, you talked about it as a replacement. They can't. They can't sign anyone. They're already over the the tax. So if they did, they would have to figure out some crazy sign and trade situation. Which with Zach Levine, he's. It's not going to be an extension. It's going to be like or an opt in or anything like that. So. It's it's super hard to to work the numbers out on these sign and trades because let's say let's say Zach Levine signs for thirty million, then when the, he gets traded to um, to Dallas, they would have to like send back like an extra fifteen million in salaries, and Chicago would be like, I'm not doing that, you know. Mm. So they they just gotcha. have nothing. Yeah, they they have no plan. Mm. It, 
Yeah. They have like a mid level, so it'll get like a role player or something, but that's it. It's pretty dumb. Okay, like, tough. Okay, like a Bradley Beal. They can't, they can't afford him. <laughs> they literally can't. Yeah. So okay, you you know more about this uh the numbers game here than than we do. I don't really know how that works. Uh when it comes to when it comes to the luxury tax, can you only can you only go can you only pay luxury tax on existing players? Or could they not do yeah. that with Zach Levine? Yeah, so yeah, you can pay luxury tax on existing players. So if you got a guy and you have it's like a thing called their bird rights, which basically means if they vote if you know if they've been in the league a certain amount of times or they played a certain amount of years in the league and they sign a one year, you know, and they play one year on your team and then are going into free agency, then you have a thing called bird rights. So that means then you can extend them into your luxury tax uh, up until you get to like the hard, hard cap. But if you're already in, which the, uh, the Mavericks are already in, cause Luca's about to get like 30 some million next year. So like their tax, they're already in the luxury tax. So they literally can't sign anyone unless you do sign in trades, but sign in trades are, yeah, there, there's a whole numbers percentage system. It's not like Zach Levine can be like, okay, I'll sign with Chicago for 30 million. And then, you know, get traded to Dallas and they only have to send 30 million to Chicago to make the numbers work. It doesn't, there, there's like more to it than that. So who outside of Luca is getting paid on the maps? Um, Spencer Dinwiddie's like getting like 19. Uh, that Dav- Davis Burt is on contract getting paid like 16 mil. Uh, here is on like a, uh, like an no 18 way. or 20 mil last. Yeah. Yeah. Some bad ones. How much did Someone he even play on. last year? In like the middle. Oh. In, in like January. Yeah. Gotcha. So that would be the thing if you're Cuban. It's like, oh, we made Western, you know, hard, you know, t- uh, Hardaway back. You know, that's like an extra player and kind of maybe just run it back and see how it goes with like another, you know, score off the bench. But. Doesn't seem like they want to do that. Yeah. yeah. That's tough. That's a tough situation. Because I watching the Mavericks, I like Jalen Brunson. He's a nice player for sure. Yeah. Um, but that's yeah, that's a hard it's a hard situation to be in because I can see where Cuban would want to be cheap. Cause it's like, well, I don't like I already have these bad contracts on the books and now I'm gonna, yeah. you know, dole out another one. Um yeah. I could see that side, but also it's like, but Brunson's a nice player. And yeah, if he's you don't not, sign yeah. him, then you got nobody. Exactly. So, yeah. And, and it's and, like, and you're like ready to win now with, yeah. with Luca. Like, Luca is incredible. Exactly. And he's only going to get more expensive, Luca is. Like, his numbers are going to keep going because he's, as long as the cap goes up, his salary is just going to match whatever the cap is. So even if the cap jumps up, you know, 15%, Luca's salary cap thing works so you know and and it goes up even more so yeah it, it, it's, it's literally just him being cheap i mean it's just him he i mean look at bitcoin it's super down and that guy loves crypto so he's isn't trying his to recover thing, his crypto isn't, losses i think his is dogecoin isn't it that's his Something, that's i mean i think i think it's doge. The, i think doge is the one he backs yeah, or those NFTs. I mean, isn't it all down? I don't know. Crypto. 
I don't know. It's, it's all getting it's, crushed. It's all. I just follow. Up. I follow Warren Buffett, who says, "If you don't understand in it, if you don't understand something, you don't invest in it." Sure, exactly. And I don't understand crypto at all. I don't or know those N- really NFTs. Yeah, I, exactly. That's what I think too. Yeah, when people say it's like, "Oh, all this technology, NFTs and stuff," it's like, dude, all I see is these pictures of monkeys being sold for like two hundred thousand dollars. It's like that doesn't make. <laughs> And it's these disgusting cartoon monkeys. It's like, what? There's no technology behind that. That's just dumb. <laughs> like, there's just. Yeah. And that's why they're not paying Brunson. God, those stupid monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe. Love the correlation All right. here. <laughs> yeah. One hour into our 40 minute podcast. <laughs> hey, we did good. <laughs> We did. We we made it. We we we're cutting it off at an hour. I'm impressed with us. We did it. Yeah. Good job, guys. Yep. All right. Dylan, you want to take? You want to take I'll do out? it. Yep. So yeah, that'll be it. All of our nice top ten. Kobe at four. You know, that's you know. At least we got. At least we got the omission from Jacob. Add in a Celtic player in there. I understand the the hate for sure. So um, don't make me regret it. Don't make me take it. <laughs> Actually, screw Larry Bird. <laughs> <laughs> screw the Celtics. Yeah. But uh, yep. Uh, if you haven't, please like, subscribe, share it with your friends. Uh, we want you know people to hear this. So if you're hearing it, uh, feel free to share it around. Um, we need we need some uh, some listeners. So. But until next time, Lunch Pail out.